Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hyperconscious Podcast. Alan, what is Hyperconscious? Once you understand why something is the way that it is, now you have the power to change it. Great conversations with great people and great questions are the keys to the kingdom of unlocking your consciousness. Every single action that you do starts as a thought. When you control the way you think, you will control the way you act, and you will control the way you live. That is hyper-conscious. Geographically? Geographically. Geographically. This is cool. So I would say make sure that pretty face is shown. Yes, true. They're going to want to see that thing. They're going to want to see that thing, Alan. That face. You good? Ready? Gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. This is episode number 103, episode three in our small talk series. What is our word of the day? So we got a suggestion. Thank you, Miriam, for her suggestion of the word humility. Humility. Oh, you're supposed to get the definition of it. I'm going to. I'm oh, going to. Okay. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, okay. But I want your version of what humility is to oh, you because Kevin's... I believe that you've helped me tremendously with I, this word. I appreciate that very much. Um, when I think of humility, I think that you're the type of person who you understand that you know what you know, but there's also a lot of stuff that you don't know. So if you're listening, that's like the opposite of humility is somebody who's arrogant. You could try to tell them like, no, this is the way something is. I can literally show you that it's a fact, and they just will not allow themselves to be wrong i think that's one of the greatest traits of somebody that has humility is they're able to say like okay you know what you're right in this situation i don't know everything and you know i'm sorry that i was wrong i'm sorry that i gave you false information they can be wrong and it's not the end of the world i think that's great yeah so the the definition of humble on dictionary.com i have the app on my phone right now it says not proud or arrogant now, this says having a feeling of insignificance, inferiority, subservience. Now, yeah, exactly. So there's a lot of definitions here. There's five different ones. Let's go through them. Number three is low in rank, importance, status, and quality. And uh, it said lowly, lowly, um, L-O-W-L-Y. Um, and then number four is courteously respectful. I like that. Yeah. yeah that's a good one. Yeah. Um, and then the, the fifth definition is low in height, level, small in size. I think that humility is a very misunderstood word, in my opinion. And I think that growing up, I don't think I understood the value of humility. So, like Kevin said, it's, it's all progress is predicated on being wrong. Now, let me explain that. I have a bunch of mentors, and humility walking into those meetings is, okay, this person has been on this planet for 25 years more than me. They are wildly successful in business and in life. Let me have the humility of, of just learning, just absorbing, just listening. Um, this is sometimes something I struggle with because my goal is always to add value. 
Um, but an example, I guess we should go into some examples of when we were each humble and when we failed to be. I think, so I get a lot of compliments on my body, yeah. you know, and it's sometimes it's hard for me to even accept them because I'm, I try to be so humble. I just, thank you. I appreciate it. But you know, I'm more surprised than anything. Mm. Um, when I don't, I don't really fall very often into the arrogant uh, for an example, when Alan and I got back from Arizona? Brennan's event. Yeah, when we got back from Arizona, I had a little bit of arrogance flare up because I had all this newfound confidence that I didn't know where to put. Mm. Um, so, you know, I think I was just, I thought I was better than I was at the time. That's a good way to put it, thinking that you're better than you are. Yeah. So to bring this into context here, on the, it's like a spectrum. If you picture zero to ten, we've talked about this in previous episodes, but I think this will bring humility into context. If you picture the the centered person is both self-confident and humble at the same time. A lot of people think that those are diametrically opposed ideas. So my when I one of my greatest strengths I would argue is my self-confidence and my optimism, but that can become a weakness if I'm so confident that I don't think I have to put in the work. And that's arrogance, right? Thinking that you can just show up and that you're already good enough just by showing up. I think is arrogance. I think humility is knowing that showing up is not enough. I have to prep. I have to like play like an underdog, right? Yeah. So on the far left, you've got modesty and self-deprecation and insecurity, right? And that's so for you, I think one of your greatest advantages is humility, but your biggest weakness is insecurity. Absolutely. Right. And so whether you're on the humility side or the self-confidence side, most likely it's a strength that becomes a weakness when it goes too far. And you need both. Like yeah. that's that's the thing is like you need it's almost like when you have too much of one and not enough of the other and they're out of balance, it just depends on what you're either on the arrogant or you're on the self-conscious side. Yeah. You know, you either have way too much belief in yourself or you don't have enough belief in yourself. So you have to believe that you can get there while simultaneously knowing you're not there yet. Yeah. That's humility. Yeah. Like, having the self-confidence of, I can figure this out. As a matter of fact, Brendan Burchard says that. Yep. Knowing that everything is figure-outable, that's the self-confidence piece. But also knowing simultaneously that you're not there yet and that you got to keep fighting. And something we always say is... If, if you're listening to this, you might understand what I'm about to say because maybe you're going through your own battle, maybe you're going through your own journey, maybe you're chasing your dreams, whatever it may be. But we always say, like, when you get on this path of growth, this path of evolution, this path of chasing your dreams, life will humble you quickly. Oh, yeah. Can you explain that? Yeah, so um, as soon as you strive for something great that's outside of your comfort zone... First of all, if you have big dreams and you decide to chase them, it's going to force you to do things you've never done before. When you do things you've never done before, it's your first time doing them, so inherently you're terrible at them, yeah. just by default, because yeah. you've never done it before. No one's good at first, right? A kid tries to walk. After they've never walked before, they're going to fall down. So you fall down and you get humbled. So if you have big dreams and you're chasing them proactively, you're going to be consistently humbled by life, unless you're on the insecure side of the spectrum where... You don't believe that it's going to work out, and then you realize, I'm actually better than I think I am. So either way, chasing your dreams is going to either make you more self-confident or more humble, depending on whether you're op optimistic or pessimistic. And then, again, we've talked about the drive to five before. Mm. Uh, that's where the drive to five came, came from. from. It yeah. came from me having a lot of humility, but I had a lot of self-consciousness, and I, I wasn't 
overly confident in myself. And Alan was very, very confident in himself. But sometimes, like you said, overly, it could be too much. It could be, you know, at a fault. Exactly. And we're trying to work our way towards the middle. And I think I, you balance me out just, just as much as I balance you out. So. It's a beautiful thing, man. So the fitness shows, I think these are good examples. So Kevin competed in a fitness show and you thought you'd lose mm -hmm. and you ended up winning. I competed in a fitness show, my very first one, and I thought I'd win, and I lost. So it's, like, interesting. So I'm optimistic, and I got humbled. You were pessimistic, and you built self-confidence, right? Yeah. So it's this constant balance of, like, I thought that I would just show up and win, and showing up was not enough. The second show, I was actually a little bit afraid to lose. Therefore, my prep was more on point, and then I ended up winning which was really cool. So it's this constant balance of humility and self-confidence. And then humility is also there. I think you showed humility in defeat, though, and a lot of people don't. Like, when you lose, the way you react says a lot about you. Oh, thank you. And, and you know a lot of people, when they lose, they cannot accept the fact that they lost. Oh, it was because of this. The wind was blowing this way. I didn't, this didn't happen. This didn't happen. Right. I think that on another level... Mm. You can lose with humility. You can win with humility. Like, humility is basically, if Alan and I were to do something and I beat him or he beat me, not saying, yo, fuck you, you lost. It's like, hey, man, great job. Yeah. Great job. Or if I lose, it's like, hey, you were the better man that day. That's humility. Great for trying. Humility is, in that regard, is being confident enough in yourself that you're able to say, you, you bested me this time. You, you beat me this time. You deserved it more than I did. Mm. That's a, there's a fine line for that, too. So on the far end... The opposite of humility we, we call arrogant. I would argue that it's arrogant to think that you just deserve things by default. Like, just showing up, I'm going to win by default mm. without putting in the work. I think that's arrogance. What's the far end on the other side? Is basically thinking that you're not good enough to even try. So if humility goes too far. Because a lot of people, like, this is yeah. the thing. A lot of people, there's outward humility and then there's inward humility. Let me try to bring this to the listeners. So a lot of people appear humble. But I'm telling you right now, I, I have one person in particular I'm thinking of that I won't say, but they're very outwardly humble, but inside they think they know it all. And therefore, they're not going to learn anything. If you think you already know it all, like this person, for all intents and purposes, is completely out of shape and still tries to tell me what I, about the gym. Yeah. And it's like, you've never stepped foot in a gym, dude. Like, that's the... Outward, that's inward, um, inward arrogance, I would think, even though they're projecting themselves as humble. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're saying. I think, what, can you be so far on the other side that it almost seems like you're, you know what I mean? Like, there's, I think that when it comes to humility, it's something that you have to, you either have it because you need it. Like, when you, when you have self-conscious problems, when you have self-conscious thoughts, mm. when you have confidence issues... It's almost necessary for you to have humility because that's how you get by. What do you mean? It, it, when because somebody, you don't have the angst to even... Yeah, you don't necessarily have the confidence to believe. Like, maybe, maybe I don't have that great of a body. So, so in order for me to agree with you, I have to say like, yeah, thanks. You know, I have to be humble. I have to, because I might not have that belief in myself. So I don't know if it's a good thing to not accept a compliment. I don't think it is. Right. I, so when you said, is there, when you go too far down the humble, 
the humility road, like you do go too far into arrogance and self belief. Yeah, that's when you allow people to walk all over you because you don't. Yeah. you don't think you even deserve that. Exactly. So on one end, you have I deserve it by default. Yeah. On the other end, you feel like you're worthless I and you don't like deserve I, anything. I don't deserve it no matter what. Almost. So we did. The timer went off. Like we did humility, but we also explained it on the spectrum because it's it's kind of a dichotomy. You have to be unbelievably self confident that what you're doing is the right thing while simultaneously knowing that it could be the wrong thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's but, it's a fine line. So you have to be confident enough to try, but humble enough to know that you don't have all the answers and there's probably a better way. Yeah, and that's what that's the beauty of this thing called life. That's the beauty of this thing called growth. Right. I put a post up today that uh, practice makes progress. Like there is no such thing as perfect. If there was, we would have to we do, don't need to work anymore. Yeah, exactly. You know? right. <laughs> Tom Brady, the best quarterback ever of all time, throws nine picks, nine interceptions per year. Yeah, oh yeah. Nobody exactly. is perfect. Nobody's perfect. So that's that's what this all is. This is all a dance. This is all, you know, you're working towards your greater self. So for the listeners, figure out which end you default to and realize that if you are by default very self-confident, most likely your biggest weakness is going to be arrogance, thinking that you deserve things by default just by showing up. If you are you identify with someone who's naturally humble, most likely your biggest weakness is insecurity, thinking that you don't deserve things. Yeah. You deserve what you earn. So for the listeners, be self-confident enough to take consistent action towards what you want and what you desire while simultaneously knowing that there's probably a better way and seeking that better way. Love it. Love it. Love it. Guys, you listen to us for however, you know, hours a week, three episodes a week. I want to talk to you. So I am actually looking for people to DM me. I'm actually doing a call this week and I did one last week. I want to talk to you guys, right? So send me a DM with what you're going through, whatever, maybe it's problems, maybe it's good things, I hope it's good things, and I'll set up a 20-minute call with you. That way I can thank you for listening. Um, Alan has so many things going on that I'm going to be doing this. Yeah, our goal is to engage more with you guys. So you can DM me as well. Um, I won't be doing the calls, but please reach out to either of us. If you have anything you're going through, you want to talk to us about, we're happy to help. And if you have any suggestions on how to make the show better, yes. please reach out. Yes, yeah, so reach out, send DM me at NeverQuickKid, and who knows, I might call you, and we'll chat for 20 minutes, see how I can help you, and I will definitely thank you for uh, being such an awesome listener. Thank you again, Miriam, for humility, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for listening to another episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. Going hyperconscious will absolutely change your life because if you understand why something is the way it is, now you have the power to change it. If you going hyperconscious with us has changed your life in any way, please share this episode with one of your friends because the more people that go hyperconscious, the better this world's going to be for everybody. And if you would kindly leave us a five-star review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyperconscious and we would be greatly appreciative. Thank you. Bye. Bye.